0: I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together we are one serving you
1: put together with Red Raider fans in mind, this is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double t 973com with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have the Dallas Cowboys Hour coming up at that time here on Double T 97.3, High School Fan Zone. Yours at 6 on 100.7. The score also have Monday Night Football tonight beginning at 7 on Double T 97.3. We'd love to get your thoughts and comments throughout the program today. Always welcome and encouraged on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can access that at DoubleT97.3.com or through the double t 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Look at this on the chat line. Taj and uh, seven or eight exclamation marks yes that is the big story of the day uh, Taj Brooks announcing earlier today with the tremendous clip from uh, Wolf of Wall Street uh, that he is coming back he's not leaving, uh, he'll be back for the 2024 season um, gigantic news Re- really can't be um, overstated how big this is for the Red Raiders and you kind of You know, I think uh Kenny Perry kind of uh you know, touched on you know he may come back in immediate availability um uh last week, and then you saw Cameron Valdez enter the portal on Friday. And then I think if you're a tech fan and you're kind of paying attention, you're you're daring to dream a little bit like, oh wait, hold wait. Could Taj come back? And then, lo and behold, he's back.
0: Yeah, I saw half freak out of oh great when this this one hurts, and then the other half. Okay, well Taj is coming back, and yeah, lo and behold, it was the uh, Taj is coming back.
2: And he'll have a chance next year, and you know his season's not done. I assume he's, he'll play in the ball game. Um, he, he's had a chance to set the career rushing mark. Which I don't know that I thought that was even possible before the season started,
0: yeah, and and you know that's the guy that you were hoping to take the next step um as he turns into the sole back instead a split time with Sir Roderick, but I mean, the incredible year that he had, plus, hey, if he has twelve hundred yards less than what he got this year. I mean, he is over Hansbar, and that is just wild to think about. Like, if you were to go back just six months, until like past AD or past Gus, like, hey, uh, Taj may be coming back, and Taj has a great chance at being a all timer uh, in a, in the career standpoint for Tech. It would have been. Eh, I don't, don't know if I believe you.
2: And it really seems like Gus that this Tech staff is um, probably not batting a thousand. But certainly led a yeah. Hall of Fame clip in terms of, of key players returning for like a super senior season. That uh, that
3: that news of, of him, of course, we've already had some ripples. Right, Cam's jumped mm-hmm. in. The, now he's going to play this weekend. But, you know, Valdez, but you're right about the portal and the uh, – you know some of the success they're having. The only numbers that we're not seeing yet are, and I'm only saying that because Coach McGuire himself talked about wanting to get three linemen. Mm-hmm. Was that's the one group that we haven't seen yet. Now, uh, we'll you know we'll, we'll we'll see. Could there could be good news coming or already out there for for that matter? But you know, two tight ends already and a marquee tight end. It appears with West Texas ties, which is cool. I mean, just. Really interesting weekend punter, all that stuff. But Taj was the, I mean, between Taj and
2: Otani, I mean, we had our, we,
3: you know, we had this welcome additions all over the place, right? Right? (laughs)
2: Um, I don't know that Taj is making 700 million. Mm -hmm. You know what? I almost hope he's not. I mean, not that I would, would, (laughs) that might just throw our pay scale off if he is. Uh, This is on the Geeks Flooring Center chat line. Uh, Taj needs to be at the basketball game tomorrow night. That would be an awesome celebration. Basketball. Um, I agree, because those guys will be leaving on Wednesday, I believe, for bowl game. That I would, think you're uh, right. That would that Man, would not be a uh, hard thing to do, roll them out there at halftime. I feel so kind of cheated that the bowl game is this Saturday. I know, it's you so know, I've, dang early. Because I, I, I've, I've really, uh, I really like having that four-week layoff where you kind of just forget about how awesome football is. To where it doesn't matter if you're playing in the, you, you know, crap in a bowl, like it's football, right? <laughs> yes. It's tech football. Um, but this, I mean, you're, you know, that Texas game is still pretty fresh, so.
3: Yeah, that, uh, that that it, you know, it used to be that bowl season was maybe just the weekend right before Christmas, and but ESPN so, owns so many of these bowls now or the broadcast rights to so many of these bowls it's it's much 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 easier i'm not saying i can do it but it would be much easier to come up with a list of bulls that they don't own but and what they've done is you know very predictably spread them out so they're not on all on on top of each other and what it'll do over the next few weeks is give us games on a tuesday night and a wednesday night and you know spread it all over spread the love all over but you know as as far as you and i are concerned you know, it's here. Here it is. <laughs> We're about to, the team's about to get on a plane in 36 hours and be gone. And uh, this whole deal will be wrapped up Saturday night.
2: We will, uh, of course, have coverage uh, boots on the ground for you from uh, Shreveport, uh, Louisiana, uh, with the bowl game taking place on Saturday. Our Optimum Game Day live coverage uh, starts at noon here on Double T 97.3, and we'll take you all the way up to network pregame at 7 o'clock, uh, kickoff at 8.15. Our uh, our road to Shreveport coverage on Double T 97.3 and 100.7, the score is brought to you by Pollard Ford Hub City Body Shop, Viva Land Group, McGavick Nissan, Twin Peaks, and Wild West Harley davidson and then we'll have multiple shows um from shreveport on friday very good heck yeah that? you ever been good, to shreveport good coverage i went in 06 and
3: i or excuse me 06 good lord i went in 86 and because uh, we had moved here in 78 and and they tech had strung together a bunch of bowls like the rodney allison years were right before we moved here and so we hadn't seen a bowl until that was 86. be fall of 86 was my sophomore year at Tech. And so it was, I mean, a bunch of us went. And we road tripped it and went over there and, you know, a bunch of dudes in the hotel room and did all the things and had a blast. But, yeah, went there and then went back in 98. So I've been to both of them. Yeah,
2: I'm owing too. <laughs> More Tech Talk next.
1: It's every Red Raiders' favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments Stay on the Yates Flooring Center chat line double T 973com Uh, we get this on the chat line. Uh, now we just need a no line. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I understand that's uh, and we know that's a, a priority
3: and a focus. They had four in on visits two weekends ago and have made several offers and
2: here we go. Yeah. I mean, I think that, uh, I'm not sure, like, I, I don't, it, you can't control when you get a yes, right? And they got a yes from Jalen Conyers, which is really, really big. That's, um, you know, he, he's someone that was, uh, being pursued by, um, you know, a lot of big time programs or at least some big time programs. Um, you, you got a yes from what seems to be your top punter target the Weaver State guy, I think Jack Burgess is his name, Australian. Um, he was the finalist for, I guess, the FCS Puncher of the Year. Um, you know, you got a yes from that quarterback from West Georgia. Um, you know, you got a – I'm coming back from Taj Brooks. So it's been a bunch of good news. You just haven't gotten any yeses yet from the O-line. Um, you know what? But doesn't mean they won't be coming. Interesting thing about Conyers is – looking at his numbers like he he
3: plays some kind of wildcat backfield stuff and that's a big big dude that's like a guy in his 260s maybe bumping up to 270 and to be back there in in a sort of heavy run game is really interesting when you think about West Georgia quarterback. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know how much of this is I mean and I say again relating it to our conversation last week. I don't know how much of this is him uh you know, the, the West Georgia quarterback being a, a, a guy that's going to, you know, be this second string quarterback necessarily, but rather red zone, short yardage, that kind of stuff in some special packages. And, um, you, with him and Conyers, that could be kind of interesting to watch kind of interesting wildcat situation. And then you throw in Tosh Brooks in there, like that's, uh, uh, that's got uh, be fun to watch.
2: Uh, this is the Yeast Flooring Center chat line. I think Tech should take what they make on this bottom of the barrel bowl game and give the chump change money to the players who are on the roster. Okay, I could probably guess that uh,
3: there won't be a money they make on this bowl game. I bet there's not a profit turned on this bowl game once they travel party and. All of that goes, these, these usually smaller bowls don't, they're not profitable. You may break even, uh, they're obviously not, I mean, I would assume they're not selling, the. Uh, it doesn't sound like they're flying off the shelves, right. right? And and you know, we've we've got the things that the obvious things there was probably a number of fans, probably DFW based fans, that had made plans to be in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that number is, maybe it's 4,000 or 3,000. Yeah,
2: but even if half of that, yeah, I mean, that's a big number
3: that's for their Freeport allotment. That's for sure. your bowl allotment, yeah, that's a big chunk of it. And so the whole the whole uh deal gets kind of dicey, but uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, those these smaller bowls. Now, what'll happen is the the conference pools, all the bowl allotments, and a lot of expenses get covered with this. But I don't know that there's enough of a net to really represent. I think what the what the uh, textures getting
2: at. Uh This in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, Otani won't finish the ten years. That's ridiculous. Say that again. Otani won't finish the ten years. That's ridiculous. Uh, okay. Is that, is that a fact
3: related to the contract with the Dodgers or is it just our texture saying he just won't be there? Like I mean, he'll like, he'll, he nine. Yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah. Him, him hitting to age 38 is not a, not out of the, uh, question there. 38, 39, Albert pools just did it to 40, 41. Uh, now if if the texter's saying he won't be a two-way player at that age, oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um or already had two elbow injuries and how what his pitching window is going to be like and we know it'll supposedly reopen. I mean the plan is that it'll reopen, he'll be back on the mound in 25. You know, will he pitch for 25-26 tw- 27? I heard Jeff passing when when this hit on Saturday afternoon. Heard passing on uh on uh, I think it was one of our networks. I think I flipped over to 973 or or one hundred point seven and heard him talking I'm like, "Oh, he's, you know, this is an ESPN national thing and he he uh he was discussing the fact that he didn't give numbers to this, but he said the international marketing opportunities, well, let me say it this way. He said the marketing inter- opportunities for the Dodgers around this signing won't pay for you know basically won't provide the 70 million dollars each year but it'll come close and I thought that's that's really fascinating I would love to read about that and that may be something that comes out over time but and then he mentioned Neymar and Mbappe and guys like that like in the he he was mentioning them in the in the same breath with Mm -hmm. that in terms of of uh you know the amount of money that'll be headed the Dodgers way as a result of of this and uh I thought that was a fascinating statement. It doesn't surprise me, but for him to even imply that it's going to get up in the... Because it's a big number. Yeah, it's good that it's going to get up towards $70 million. It probably tells you that A, the Dodgers, and B, certainly the agent, you know, felt like they had a handle on that number. Uh, it's really interesting.
2: Uh, Paolo says, this uh, AD, those Texans sure crapped the bed yesterday. How is it that they win games no one expects them to win? And lose the ones you think that they would win. You know, it's uh, it's funny. There, there's a I don't recall his name, but there's a uh, a gambling kind of insider. It's fairly mainstream mm-hmm. that does um, threads every Saturday before college football starts and every NFL Sunday, where he kind of goes over line movement and you know, eighty percent of the public is on this, or you know, eighty percent of the money is on this, or whatever. And he said that uh, that Sharps have been hammering Jets, you know, plus three or whatever it was all week. Really? And so uh, I was I was after seeing that I was not just wow. shocked that they lost. Um. This in the chat line from Duff and Houston Taj going to need name tags for the receiving core next year. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily, but um,
3: the but yeah, I get I get. I mean, they, that is an amusing thing to think about. Uh, but uh, yeah, I imagine it'll it'll start with Aiken, Boyd, and uh, and and McCray. Uh, but I'm sure new, new law firm. Of. I'm sure the yeah, and then the other law firm is the three freshmen West and <laughs> what Crest, are and West and in. Crest, and yeah or whatever. Yeah, that's uh, uh that that's that is the law firm
0: to you, <laughs> yeah, uh, West like, and Crest. I like it. I like
2: it. Uh, this on the yates flooring Center chat line uh, how can 700 million dollars be justified
3: yeah I think I just I think I just gave it to you in that in that regard now if the, if that's more of just a you know how has an athlete paid that well the doctor who cures cancer isn't I I can't speak to the societal ills there Taylor Swift is a billionaire I mean if the question's going to that, I I don't have an answer. If the question's going to a real how how are the Dodgers paying? I one one note about that contract is he's deferring a ton of that money, so it won't affect them competitively now. So the Dodgers may be like bania paying it out over twenty years mm-hmm. or something, um, which is their business and and uh, Otani's as well. But uh, yeah, I think the international market or the marketing. Dollars that will come in internationally related to uh, Otani probably answer
2: the question. More Tech Talk next.
1: The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on DoubleT97.3
2: and DoubleT97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have the Cowboys Hour starting at 6. Here on DoubleT97.3 followed at 7 by Monday Night Football, Green Bay Packers. And the New York Football Giants, uh, 6 o'clock on 100.7 the score. We'll have the high school fans on. You know what, um, what interests me the most about Taj Brooks returning is that you will have all off season, as an offensive staff, to tailor what you do to some degree to his skill set, to his ability, to his you know potential, all that stuff. Because as great as his season was this year, as surprising as it was they didn't go into this year going, hey, we're going to really feature Taj Brooks and he's going to have 1,400-plus rushing yards, right? Like, that was almost born out of necessity when Tyler Shuck went down. You know, we we saw that against Wyoming and, and Oregon where Taj barely had any rushing attempts, you know? And then once uh, once the West Virginia game, uh, you know, happened the way that it did with Shuck getting injured and then Morton getting injured... um you had to lean on Taj Brooks. And so I'm curious what they do different. And and maybe not much. I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to go suddenly and be a triple option team. Um, But, you know, you have this strength now and you have nine months to really kind of um, accentuate it as much as possible. And, and you're asking this question and and I totally get what you're saying. And,
3: and, and they're they're gonna ask the same question of themselves in Stillwater, as they have the other all Big Twelve running back who was a sophomore this year, so he'll definitely be back. Mm-hmm. Who had what nineteen carries in the first three games, and then ended up you know blowing the roof off of it. Um, but both of those teams had emerging star running backs that will we'll be able to, I don't know, Ollie Gordon, who we're talking about there, but, you know, we'll, we'll be able to factor them into the plan. You think about all the touches that Taj got this year, and some would say not enough, but I mean, like in the, in the nation's top 10 or whatever. Right. And, and as you're saying, this offense really wasn't tailored for him. I mean, not specifically it, it, it blossomed quickly, um, But it really will be interesting to see what that looks like because I don't know that it's just a blunt force thirty five carries a game. You know, I don't I don't know that. You know, but how? What other creative ways are there to get him the ball? But you know, because I think I think the way the running game was called for him in terms of the types of runs that were called for him were the things that he does well. In other words, they weren't running a bunch of jet sweeps with him. You know he was he was running a lot of stuff between the tackles i know it'd be fun like watch <laughs> him take on corners and see what happens
2: there the most exciting three yard losses you've ever seen in your entire life <laughs>
3: or, or or truck on a corner or one or the other but yeah um uh but yeah I, i'm with you i i think it's uh there will be a uh, really will be a curious thing to, to think about and uh you know they'll they'll be thinking probably about some load management with him, and you know all the things all the way they'll have to do this that uh, you know keeps him around for the entirety of the season.
2: Then it gives you another year to you know spin up his heir apparent, whether that's you know Bryson Donnell or someone else. Um, because I I mean I think Cameron Valdez is a is a nice player when he's healthy, uh, but I was not just super confident about handing the keys to the backfield to him, you know, but, but Taj, I mean, he just solves all those problems. And the the staff is excited about the two true
3: freshmen they're bringing in. And I don't know at what level that excitement is, mm-hmm. you know, if it's like, Oh, this is like ready, you know, or if it's we're excited about the future of these guys, I don't, I don't know. Don't need to know, but, uh, you know, as as well as the staff is recruiting i'd be surprised if these guys are just big projects hopefully they make it into players their senior year it just doesn't seem like that that's the mode this group is recruiting to these days
2: yeah and and this helps Barron, right this helps those mm-hmm. receivers uh that. this helps your defense i mean it, it really is one of those uh it, it's a win for everybody and um you know i, I definitely wasn't expecting this Two weeks ago, yeah. I mean, we we all went through the
3: season concerned about it, and then there became, you know, sort of a um, a line of of whispers, maybe right before and coming out of the Texas game, like, hey, it's not out of the, it's not out of the realm of possibility. You Sounded like the tone of this, like, okay, well, that's, and then the the immediate, uh, maybe not immediate, well, probably, but the immediate post bowl feedback was, is. You know, it was that Taj and those guys were going to play, or Taj specifically was going to play in Shreveport, which didn't necessarily mean he's going to be back next year, but it, it's, it wasn't a, hey, I'm opting out to get ready for the combine or whatever. So, kind of, all right, you know, and the, it felt like the, the whispers got a little louder. And then, uh, you know, th- then you see, uh, you, know, you know, you saw, I like the, the Valdez and the portal thing I heard about, I think, before Taj's, I think mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. I think the sequencing is right. Like, uh well, all right, that maybe Canary more, in the coal mine. Yeah, might, yeah, that's that's a better way to say it. That not uh that, that they're
2: connected, but you could see where they'd be associated if if uh
3: if if Valdez thinks that, you know, wanted maybe a little more of a role next year.
2: Uh this on the eighth flooring center chat line, we had some good tight ends this year, but never utilized them. I hope that changes. I mean, one of them missed five games, right? to an injury. I think another one had a, a shoulder injury all season. That was, um, kind of a career shortener for him.
3: Cup. Yeah. That shoulder thing. Like it, it sounds like he like is, is done with football because of just the rigmarole he dealt with trying to play
2: and get harnessed up. And, you know, Man, he was, I mean, he was dinged up at A&M too. I mean, he's it's right. really kind of an unfortunate story. Uh, cause just tons of potential. It, it really is fascinating thing about Tharp. And I, and I don't know about his,
3: if there's a, you know, a, if, if it was a tough luck situation or conditioning can, you know, get him into more of an injury prevention mode. I just don't know the nature of his injuries to know what we're dealing with there. But yeah, the, the thought of him and uh, Conyers as, as weapons. And again, I, I would paraphrase probably everything you and I are saying with,
2: and a healthy Baron Morton. Sure. You know, because it's, it's so hard to really talk about that. Uh, this and the H floor running center chat line from Justin. I imagine they'll use con. Yeah. Conyers uh, like Jason Morrow. Oh, this right. from our friend, Dan in Dallas. I already bought tickets for the family for the basketball game in Fort Worth. Sure. Hate missing the ball game, especially with it being so close. Yep. I I agree. And, and uh, I mean, I I hate it too. I
3: just I I wish it was the if the football game was a excuse me if the basketball game was a one off. In other words, it was a single game, and they had scheduled it for six o'clock. If you know, and and if Texas Tech fans were going to dominate the crowd, that they could move it up two hours, and that Vanderbilt might say, "Yeah, that's fine with us." But this it's it's like game three of a triple header, I believe and uh i mean there's just no way to move any of that just you a know, perfect storm of sight. yeah it really yeah. is because if that if that hoops game was at noon that afternoon or whatever that would be um a, a, that'd be a heck of a day
2: more tech talk next
1: the podcast that finishes your work day in a very red raider way this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97 3 presented by cantex roofing and construction
2: hey there how you going Tech talk on double t973 and double t973.com with Gus and Clint I'm Aaron hope you're having a spring fellow Hawk day uh, we're with you today until six o'clock would love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates flooring Center chat line at double t973.com fired up for this uh, Patriots, this Packers Giants game tonight
3: oh man just super fired up I mean two pretty good NFL brands that are, that seems so awful that game right there. Just seems awful
0: tonight. <laughs> it just It's mostly the Giants because the oh, Packers no have doubt. picked it up a little I bit, know. but at the same time, you're right. Like I I am looking forward to their like these classic teams from the NFC right. kind of build up in and, then the end, and then seeing like Tommy <laughs> DeVito run on the field for the Giants. Yeah.
2: Eh. Uh dick eh. g- it easy.
1: You yeah.
0: know.
3: Ooh, ooh. Uh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Somebody Uh, socks him. All
1: right. Got cool
0: on three.
2: (laughs) DPI says this uh, Hello, fellas. I sure hated to see Mahomes acting like a two year old who didn't get his way yesterday. If he needs to yell at anybody, it needs to be that idiot teammate of his. Yep. Yeah, I saw a stat that uh, Kansas City receivers have dropped 8% of the passes that (sighs) uh, Mahomes has thrown them this season. That's the most um, for any single quarterback in a single season in like over a decade. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a a uh, big time outlier. I mean, like
0: you, I've seen the, uh, like these receivers are dropping everything like, Oh, you can't just come. It's not just like complaining about drops. Like there's legitimate statistics behind them that show this receiving core is, uh, inconsistent. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. It, and, and the thing is, is there, there's some weapons in that group, you know, Tony among them, you know that are like hey, for the get, other team. Get that dude. Get that dude in some space, and 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 I'm sure that's what they had in mind when they put that thing together. Like, hey, we got some burners, and and I mean the drops and the fumbles and the I mean just
0: which is something else. Like you like oof. doesn't get pointed out is a lot of a lot of the fumbles this year and turnovers have also been from mm-hmm. the wide receiving it's, uh, room for the Chiefs.
3: Yeah, we were texting about it in a group little thing i was like man that there's gonna be some of those chiefs receivers in the portal next spring <laughs> they're, they're uh they're gonna be i mean they're gonna have to address that that room goodness gracious were,
2: were you uh you know vein popping out of your neck uh ticked off yesterday or are you kind of of the of the mind that hey they've had so much success if they're gonna have a down year it's
0: fine you know, I was actually having this conversation with Jamie. As I had to remind myself, like, how fortunate the past five years have been, especially when you do the bookends of, like, Trent Green at quarterback to Alex Smith at quarterback, because those years, which were the bulk of, like, me growing up and being a Chiefs fan, were garbage, yeah. especially at the quarterback spot. But, I mean, as an entire team, I will, I will be honest, though, as I try to tell myself that, the vein was popping out of my head. It went from a 15 second swing of this is the best play that's ever happened oh my in gosh. professional football. <laughs> that game was to, unli- I mean, of course, that play was, unbelievable. of course they have found a way to lose again. And of course it was from the receivers.
3: Yep. I, I agree. I, I did not, and I'm not a lifer like you, but I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm in the kitchen, like yelling at my wife and daughter who are looking at me like, yeah, okay, Come on, watch like, Come you need, this, need to see yeah, this play, man. This is crazy. Cause even they have watched enough football to know. Yeah. The, Guy running down the field and just firing it you know, 25 yards across the field. letting the dude walk in for a TD. Doesn't happen. Much. Oh, wait. Oh, there's a flag. Okay. Ah, the, can was, it was one of those
0: plays that can we still have like half of the points? Just give us three for it.
3: I saw the, uh, oh, I guess it might've been last night during the Sunday game. Um, the Sunday night game, uh, the, uh, one of their ref guys on NBC, you know, all the TV guys was talking about, he, he was addressing Mahomes comments and, and he said, you know, that offensive offsides, just somebody lining up offsides, which is what that was. That mm-hmm. wasn't a guy jumping lined up offsides was called twice last year and it's been called 11, like across all of football, it's been already been called 11 times this year, which isn't an insane number. Yeah, that's a once a weekend across the sport. So, but uh, yeah, it, it it clearly to me when you when you saw the deal, there's no doubt he was lined up off sides. But I think all of that was was showing. Our guy number five is frustrated. You know, like Pat Patrick Mahomes is 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 geared up. I mean, and it happens to the best of them. I mean, we we saw. A, Why are you pointing at me? We saw a 19. Well, I'm thinking of our double rods from. Hey, Nick, uh, you're a pylon from, <laughs> from Graham Harrell. <laughs> sure, uh, you know, like it, it happens in the best of them. You're a uh, bleeping bleeper. Yeah, yeah, and and I think, um, uh, I yeah, I think he was barking at the side judge and all, but I, you know, you if and and Tony knew, Tony knew because he was sitting over there. Like, did he?
0: Because that have been the first play he was aware on last night. <sighs> well, you, you may be yeah. right,
3: but he he was sitting over there like. Uh, I messed up like my quarterback just went after the referee. Uh, that was, that's, that's me. But you're, you're at the point in the season where somebody else going, Hey, that, that one's on me. I I don't want to hear it, man. In week two. Okay. But like that, that thing's been, that thing's been a mess every week and they all get into that receiver room and look around like, so you, you screwed up week five, right?" right? Well, I got two and two and 12. What about you, Dickens? Which one did you get? Oh, well, I remember I dropped two big ones in week nine. Oh yeah, perfect.
0: Boy, that's big depressing. ones. That's depressing. It
2: is. Uh, so, do you have an issue with how he reacted?
0: Well, I
3: mean,
2: he was. It, it, it's not
3: defensible, but I'm I'm saying he's clearly. If he did that all the time, it'd be a bad luck. But he was frustrated.
0: There's no doubt. He's wound up. I mean, he, I, I mean, it, a bad look is right. I don't. I I, 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 I thought. This isn't something we'll take away condemning him and go, I guess this is who Patrick Mahomes is now. No. He's just flying off the handle, but it was rough to watch. And then yes. it was rough after the game, him and Reed, uh, both doubling down in the comments and then him handshake line or whatever with Josh Allen and his words are that was the worst blank and call I've ever seen. Like it just yep. seems so out of character, yep. but it's not something you, sh- you should go like, oh, it's fine. Because it it's wasn't not, good.
3: There's no pattern here. There's no. I mean, it's not like he does. He does this every year. He did this every week. And I don't think this is 3D chess. Him. He was sending a message to his receivers to pick it up. Now, the dude's frustrated, man. Because they've lost four out of five. Right. Look at Clint. He's in denial. He yeah, whatever. I just blocked it. Change the subject. <laughs> right? Isn't it four out of five? We're I think you, back shut down. you shut I'm going. Down. Play back. Your own, I need my play. own
2: music. We'll play your own
3: music. Hey, spend play your our music stops later.
0: Um, <laughs> sending myself
1: emails.
0: <laughs> I don't think that was I, it. <laughs> I just uh, just clicked while I was scrolling up to the right one, so I'm sorry <laughs> for the false email sounder. It's all right. Well, when
3: we come back, Clint's going to tell us Clint that the Chiefs have lost flustered. four of their last five.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> More tech talk next.
1: It's every Red Raiders' favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Uh, Clint, can we just do like 70s game game show theme for
0: the rest of the, uh, the afternoon? See what I can do. Perfect. Four of six. Four of six, not four of five. Of, yeah. Seven of nine. Because that's so much better.
2: Um, with Gus, Clint, I'm Aaron oh, with you today until Thank 6. Goodness. Love to hear what you have to say on the h Flooring Center chat line at DoubleT973.com. Um, this person says in the chat line, How is Tosh coming back? Good for everyone. He is unlikely to have the season like this year. Him staying is risking a lot of potential NFL money. Um. Well, I think the NIL could be
3: used to offset... Some of the NFL money now. I think your texter might be assuming that there's going to be NFL money, like like uh, some. You, you, you write that with the confidence that there's going to be there. I don't know what his top end speed is, or if, or if you want me to be less less jargony about that, I don't know what his forty time is. Um. He's probably, given the relationship that our coaching staff has with uh, as many pro scouts as they do, headed up by Sammy Morris. That's his specific area. Uh, Somebody's probably been able to give Taj an accurate number. Hey, you're going to be drafted in the fifth or sixth round. Hey, you're going to be an undrafted free agent. Whatever. I think somebody has been able to give him a sense of that. And, somebody else, and and along those lines, somebody could probably project and say, you're talking about this much money most likely next year. The risk would be not taking the NIL that's probably been arranged for him to stay at Texas Tech next year, to go to camp next summer with an NFL team, not make a team, or be on a practice squad and make – I don't even know, $30,000 or some whatever that number is, and then you've passed on this NIL. And so I think his he's he's been given a certainty with the money that he's being given at Texas Tech next year as opposed to the possibility of some NFL money. If he was a second, third-round pick, I don't think this is happening. I, I think the texture is exactly right. Why in the world would he do that? i don't think he's as as much of a NFL lock maybe as you might think he is i hope he is hope he has a 10-year career but when i you know when i saw Sir Roderick walking in front of me at the soccer game at the NCAA tournament game in North carolina i'm thinking you know the season's still going on here but that that's what i'm saying sir Roderick, pretty good player and he's was in some
2: camps and did some things and got to make a little bit of money but not yeah so practice squad salary is twelve thousand dollars a week. I assume that's just in season right right um, so that's you know uh, hundred to two hundred to three hundred thousand um, dollars over the course of the season, which is a lot of money to a lot of people you bet uh, myself included um, but that that is obtainable right you could you could get there or close to it with nil um, y- you know if you start talking about a fifth round draft pick. At that point, you you can't, you can't. It'd be hard to get there, nil wise, because you're talking about a signing bonus of you know two hundred to whatever thousand dollars, and then a, a contract that's worth you know a million plus. Um, but I mean, l- listen, this is going to be all his draft status is going to be entirely about his forty time, and his forty time is not going to change that much between now and you know eighteen months from now, and so. Um, you know, I think that I think Gus has na- you know nailed it. There's a cost-benefit analysis here for uh, for Taj Brooks and coming back and playing one last year of college football with a, with a guaranteed amount of money, a, a place that you presumably enjoy, with a, a you know a staff and a teammates you presumably enjoy. I mean, it could be a lot worse. You know, like it's delaying adulthood for one year when you're not some kind of surefire fifth round draft pick or better is not the worst. Um, and he can take out insurance policies for, you know, any kind of worst case scenario, but to to your, your, the first part of your question, how is Taj coming back? Good for everyone. It is good for everybody. I mean, he's getting to do what he wants. Um, it's better for Baron Morton, right? You've got a oh sure somebody that takes a lot of attention lining up to you in the backfield. Um, it's also therefore good for the receivers because they're you know you're not going to re- lean on a fairly fresh crop of wideouts to carry the offense. Uh, it's good for the defense because you you know I would assume that you'll be able to sustain some drives next year and keep them off the field a bit. Uh, it, yeah, it's it's good for everybody. You know, I I agree that odds are he probably won't have the same kind of season this year or next year as he did this year, because hopefully you'll have a a bit more of a life in your passing game, and so you won't need to some balance. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and you know maybe he's involved in that too, but you know he's had a chance to leave this place as the program's all-time leading rusher. Which is, you know, a pretty special thing. hmm Uh, this on the Yates flooring center chat line. Um is Taj Brooks returning because he wants to improve his draft stock? Is it a wise decision? Yeah, I don't I don't know that there's much he could do, Gus. No. I I uh Yeah, I think it's
3: uh I mean, I think he's in camp with somebody, and I think if he came back, he's in camp. He can play in the NFL, right? I don't doubt that. that. That's exactly what I'm getting at. And this is a conversation about where's, you know, where is the what is the draft status? Uh, And and I don't, and I think a lot of that would be tied to given the toughness, his ability to break tackles, physicality, all that. But he's not. Six four. is in Derrick Henry running around. The top end speed isn't off the charts, and so uh, I don't want to say there's a, just a he's just a guy because we know he's more than just a guy. But it's not, you know, it's it's not like he's a top five running back or anything. And so, um, you, you know, and and but I, I think as a as a college running back, he's a fantastic player, and this is a great thing for Texas Tech. And I'm ex- I'm excited for him. Like I think it's a cool thing for him because. In my mind, this is how NIL should work. Right? We're yeah. not recruiting high school players with it. We're getting a kid to we're making a kid's life better because of what he's already done and what he could do.
1: This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T ninety seven three podcasts at double T973.com.